Glenda Leal and Vossler caught up with Dennis Laycraft yesterday, the executive vice president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. The two covered a number of topics. Dennis, I want to start by talking, of course, about that case of BSE that we saw in Alberta that was announced in December. Really what it does is it shows that our surveillance system is working as it should. Yeah, it does. I mean, to maintain the negligible status, you have to maintain adequate surveillance. And if countries around the world are performing adequate surveillance, it's almost inevitable Almost anywhere in the world, you'll eventually find an atypical case that occur spontaneously. Uh, the OIE very specifically indicates it's different. When you find an atypical case, it does not affect your status at all. And really, the countries should not impose any, uh, any restrictions or suspensions. But we're still living with some previous rules where a few suspensions usually very for a short period of time take place. Now we did see South Korea suspending their quarantine inspections of Canadian beef. Explain that to us and what has happened with that? Yeah we have a kind of unique veterinary certificate with Korea that we're we're actually we're in the process of recommending be changed now that we've got negligible risk status but it came as a result of a negotiation following us taking him to the WTO. More information has been sent clarifying that it was an atypical case. That information now has gone to the Food Safety Authority and in South Korea, our government will be following up with them and you know, hopefully that matter should get resolved very, very quickly. But, you know, we'll be watching it very closely and I know we're reaching out to you know, literally each day to get an update on where it's at. Now, I want to switch topics and move south of the border to the U.S. And when we talk about the U.S. and what's happening down there, a, a lot of concern over MCOOL. You know, we've seen very strong statements, including, you know, this past week from the Secretary of Agriculture that whatever they're going to do is going to be WTO compliant. And, of course, we won the WTO case. We still have right to retaliate if they did bring back mandatory a country of origin labeling in a way that discriminates against our live cattle and hog exports but at this stage we're still continuing to hear quite clearly from the administration that they are going to if it, whatever they do is going to comply with the wto so it's one of those things that's you know going to raise its ugly head from time to time but we're working with our allies to try and remain uh, on top of it and headed off at every uh, pass. Something that happened this week that was interesting is that the U.S. announced new rules and $1 billion U.S. in funding this year to support independent meat processors and ranchers as part of a plan to address a lack of meaningful competition in the meat sector, citing an analysis that they did that found that the top four meat packing companies Cargill, Tyson, JBS, and National Beef Packing control between 55 and 85% of the market in the hog, cattle, and chicken sectors. Now, give us your thoughts on this, what this means, and talk to us a little bit about what's happening here in Canada as far as meaningful competition in the meat sector here. You know, there's kind of four parts what they announced yesterday. That, you know, the first part is to try and encourage more 
uh, medium and small scale processing um, throughout the United States. That that is one piece, and there's a much stronger enforcement commitment to to take a look at uh, if there is uh, any practices that might uh, fall out under their Packers and Stockyards Act as, as not as being anti-competitive, basically. So you know, I think there's. People are, it's going to be wait and see how that actually moves forward. I mean, encouraging more more plant capacity is always a good thing. You know, I think the other side, what we're hearing south of the border is labor remains a, remains a big problem down there, and it's been a challenge up well. So it's kind of hard to increase the existing capacity when you're when you're short of of workers. So I don't think there's one silver bullet or one solution around this but whatever increases competition in the u.s is also good for for canada we're actually more concentrated we only have two of the big four you're talking about um in canada but because we have the um the canada u.s mexico agreement you know we have the other plants always bidding regularly um on our our cattle when they're up for sale so it's more of an integrated north american market and Again, whatever solutions are there, you know, we're not going to see our market operate independently of of the U.S. That's just the nature of integration. So you know, we continue to look at, you know, what can we do to make our processing industry uh, at all scales more competitive up here, address any of the cross-border issues that affect our ability to move cattle south. And, you know, at every particular part of this looking at how do we create the best conditions for competition um, in in our industry and that includes in the processing industry as well so we're watching it very closely and seeing what we can learn from it overall final thoughts key comments that you would like to leave with producers today i think on the positive side we continue to see remarkable demand for our product and, you know, hopefully you know, our biggest challenge this past year has been drought. And, you know, we'll look forward to next spring and hopefully we'll see improved weather conditions. But, you know, as we move forward, knowing that there is a strong market for our, our product, I think, is one of the foundations that is always absolutely critical for an industry to move forward. So. I've been talking with Dennis Laycraft. Dennis is the Executive Vice President of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.